Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We're going to do a real brief show today because I have to get to work, 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 get stuff done. But um, I was recently, you know, brought to my attention an article in the New York Times by a fellow author named Caroline Paul. She's the author of the forthcoming book, The Gutsy Girl Escapades for Your Life of Epic Adventure. And a lot of people <clears throat> didn't understand when I first came out with my book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess, available on Amazon and Kindle, as well as my website, www.stayinyourlane123.com, how sugar and spice and everything nice, it's, it's you know, that sounds cute and all, but I just, I kind of wasn't raised that way. So Carolyn Paul actually wrote an article for the New York Times, and she was a former firefighter. And she was saying that, you know, she she brought to light some of the things as to, in the article in the New York Times, it's called, Why Do We Teach Girls That It's Cute to Be Scared? And I wanted to know that, so I actually posted the photo, a piece of artwork um, that was very cute, and it was on my Instagram page, at miss.d.scott. And I'm going to read a little bit of the article to you and tell you what's happening when we teach our daughters, when we teach little girls that it's okay to be scared. You know, it, it's I'm, I'm not talking about grown women not knowing how to be docile or not knowing how to be feminine. I'm talking about little girls that grow up and are afraid of everything. And as a result, typically, percentage-wise, end up in abusive relationships or they end up not taking chances in life or in jobs. And so Carolyn Paul goes on to write, I was one of the first women in the San Francisco Fire Department for more than a dozen years. I worked on a busy rig in a tough neighborhood where unknown houses caught fire easily and gangs fought with machetes in 22s. I pulled a bloated body from the bay, performed CPR on a baby, and crawled down countless smoky hallways. So she said one of the things that people would say is, aren't you scared? She said it was strange and it was insulting to have my courage doubted. I never heard male colleagues ask this, and apparently fear is expected of women. The fear conditioning begins early. Many studies have shown that physical activities, sports, hiking, playing outdoors is tied to girls' self-esteem, and yet girls are often warned away from doing anything that involves hint of a risk. Hence why I told y'all I'm a different kind of female. You know, my dad was the kind of dad that would bring home, like, the deer, and it was all, you know, dead and skinning skinning animals and things like that, and we would eat them. So I I didn't grow up with that daddy's little girl mentality of you're so docile and you're so sweet. And so basically she went on to say that, 
you know, um, she said she was klutzy as a child, and she was also shy and scared of many things, big kids, whatever, might be under my bed at night at school. I poured over National Geographic and Harriet the Spy. I knew all about Sir Lancelot and Knights of the Round Table, who wandered the countryside swearing oaths of bravery and honor. And none of these characters talked about fear, but the, the, then again, they were also men. And then she said, um, I recently asked my mother why she never tried to stop me when she was biking down a road or any type of physical activity, and she said that her own mother had been very fearful grasping at anything remotely rough and tumble, which there are several studies in psychology and in psychiatry that show that boys exhibit rough and tumble play right around that age of, you know, what we call the rite of passage, but yet we don't acknowledge that girls also similarly need to go through that so that they can, you know, not all girls want to be cheerleaders. Not all girls want to, you know what I'm saying, want to, you know, uh, go play on the basketball team. Some girls want to box. Some girls want to go out shooting. And what's oddly enough is that when my son goes and shoots on the weekends, and yes, we go and we go to the gun range, it was inhabited by more little girls. And that warms my heart because it's it's letting these little girls know like listen yeah it's a gun but you know what i'm saying we're teaching gun safety they're teaching these girls that it's okay to go out in the woods with your dad and things like that and it's a bonding experience especially when you grow up grow up in the western new york area so she um she also goes on to say that according to a study in the Journal of Pediatric Psychology last year, parents are four times more likely to tell little girls than boys to be more careful. And after mishaps that are not life-threatening but do entail a trip to the emergency room, it seems like a reasonable warning, but there's a drawback. But there's a drawback. And the researchers remarked on it. Girls may be less likely than boys to try challenging physical activities, which are important for developing new skills. This study points to an uncomfortable truth, that we think our daughters are more fragile, both physically and emotionally, than our sons. So, I mean, you, you can't, you know, when a girl learns that the chance of skinning her knee is an acceptable reason not to attempt, you know, to get on a, a, a something at, on the playground, she learns to avoid activities outside her comfort zone. And so many situations are considered too scary when, in fact, they are simply exhilarating and just unknown. Fear becomes a go-to feminine trait and something girls are expected to feel and express at will. By the time a girl reaches her tweens, no one bats an eye when she screams at the sight of an insect. And I also commented on that. You see a bug, you squish it. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't fear anything or anybody. So when girls become women, this fear manifests as deference and timid decision-making. We try to encounter this conditioning by urging ourselves to lean in. Books on female empowerment proliferate on our shelves, and I admire what these writers are trying to do, but they come far too late. You know, the girl has already spent her entire life being docile and scared of everything, scared of her own shadow. So we must chuck the insidious language of fear, be careful, that's too scary, and instead use the same terms that we offer boys of bravery and resilience. We need to embolden girls to master skills that at first appear difficult, even dangerous, and it's not cute when a 10-year-old screeches, a 10-year-old girl screeches, I'm too scared, and I just had this conversation with my baby niece the other day. She was having some issues in school, and I said, you know, you're so tough when you're at home with your other little sisters, but yet when you come to school and somebody says something to you, you start crying. No, 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 no. You're supposed to be gangster across the board. You're going to be gangster at home to your sisters. Then you need to be that way in school, too. I said, ain't no punks being around here. And, no, I'm not raising her, and, and, and I don't subscribe to the philosophy that big boys don't cry and any of that stuff. And I am raising a boy child, a boy child, let me be very clear. But I have three nieces and a baby nephew. So it's very important to me that, especially them being minority females, that they understand, like, I'm strong. I can get through this. I can handle this. So – 
She said when she worked as a firefighter, she was often scared. She said, of course I was. She said, so were the men. But fear wasn't a reason to quit. I put my fear where it belonged, behind the feelings of focus, confidence, and courage. And then I headed with my crew into the burning building. And so, again, Carolyn Paul is the author of the forthcoming book, The Gutsy Girl, Escapades for Your Life of Epic Adventure. And I just wanted to put that out there that we have to stop, you know, stereotyping our little girls and saying, you know, that all they can do is go to dance class, that all they can be is ballerinas, that all they can be, they can be snipers, they can be marksmen, they can be whatever they want to be. Those little girls have no problem on the weekends when they're out shooting with my son, picking up that gun and hitting the same target that my son is hitting. And I think that that is brilliant. I think it's amazing. And, you know, that's just something that I wanted to say. I don't have a daughter. I don't profess to have a daughter. I likely will not have a daughter, but I do have nieces and I treat them as as if they had come from me. And I would never want my nieces to ever feel like they couldn't do something. I don't want them to ever feel like I can't do this or I can't do that. Can't shouldn't even be in a little girl's vocabulary. Just like we would tell a boy the same thing, we need to be telling our daughters, our nieces, you know, our granddaughters, everybody the same thing. And so I'm going to leave this show, and then I want everybody to understand that it's not about being afraid. It's about making sure that we're raising healthy girls, just not just physically. They can do other things besides be a cheerleader. And you're talking to a cheerleader. I cheerleaded all the way up through college. But I'm going to leave the show with some Erica Badu bag lady because that's what's going to happen if y'all keep raising these little girls to be scared. Bag lady, you going to hurt your back. Dragging on them bags like that.
knows how much better. 